the architect, the builder, and the bloke that bends the Rio. Solid strategic planning in a wobbly world. Inertius befuddleus. The condition of staying statue still because you just don't know which way to move. Ending a year where the ground hasn't felt solid for a moment sees many leaders and professionals scratching their heads, wavering in their resolve, empty of confidence about what constitutes the right way. Waiting, unsure about the big tomorrow decisions for their enterprise, worried about making a misstep, so don't step at all. It's more than the normal foggy unknowability of whether a particular strategic hill climb will get you to a desirable mountaintop or see you tumble over a precipice. Experience in matters strategy at least equips us with some usable fog lamps and a building feeling for ascents, descents and altitudes. But this year though, it's more like starting down a road when suddenly, out of nowhere, a motley high-vis gang appears. They promptly barricade the ways ahead, left and right. They change the street name signs before your very eyes. Then they plonk themselves down on top an esky and eye you like surly teenagers as they munch on ham, cheese and tomato double-cut rolls. It's weird and it's stupefying. And simply, you're stuck. Well, it feels like that anyway. How to strategize on a wobble board. How to map out the best way ahead for your endeavor when the streetscape moves like a scene from Inception. Perhaps a grown-up version of dress-ups can help here, donning the different hats and role-playing some characters whose perspectives, talents and responsibilities are diverse, but that need to mesh together to get a functional, desirable outcome. Their gigs fall into three buckets. First, the dreaming. That's the job of the architect. Imagining what could be considering ambitions, possibilities, then working within the limitations of physics, of environment, of budget and appetite. Sketching out wondrous possibilities that balance the nature of the terrain, the likely future forces it'll contend with, sorting through the must-haves and the lovely-to-haves and the not-really-essentials, and painting a picture of what could be tomorrow. Then there's the deciphering, the job of the builder, making a dream real, turning pictures into products, taking a fanciful framework and giving it the Pinocchio treatment, digging into practicalities, addressing limitations, sequencing, scheduling, resourcing, dealing with the lumpy bits that were hidden from view or just unknowable on the master plan, herding and overseeing all the different players needed to make it happen, taking charge and responsibility for delivery. Finally, there's the doing. Digging trenches, laying Rio, pouring concrete, stacking bricks, pulling cable, joining pipe, hammering nails, all the bit-by-bit stuff that, added together, give ultimate form to the dream. In a wobbly world, when it feels hard to pin down what kind of structure is even possible, what the climbs of tomorrow will allow, and what kind of shape might be conducive to sustained success in an unknowable future... The first challenge belongs to the architects. The stress of 2020 hasn't been super conducive to sky-watching creativity or wild imagining, but the realisation of new, interesting forces and observations of en-masse consumer behaviours has fed a data set that the bright architect can factor into evolved design. 
What has a momentary stress test taught us about persisting and emerging behaviours, about consumer appetites and desires and the comforts we seek? What new model or hybridised model might provide some resilient flexibility should the world continue to wobble a while? And what rigid former paradigms are we definitely not going back to? What balance of inspiring beauty, of important functionality, of future utility and current necessity is going to be needed to meet the needs and wants of those this place is designed for? And when future redundancy arrives, and it always does, fast or slow, what will need to be factored in to facilitate smoother, more efficient or more economical shifts to a new way? To the builder then, charged with making head and tail of the imaginings to morph it into a practical, doable schedule of work within the parameters set, asked to set a timeline, but deep down knowing that anything at all could throw that off course, and probably will, and so it's always a best guess for today. Their role requires focus on a plan A sequence, as well as a flexible attitude to predictable, if not fully planable, time, resource and priority shifts. If the wind doesn't change, and the universe unfurls perfectly, what's the map needed to get to the right end point? The people, the priorities, the processes, the payments and the payoff points. Lay that out first. Then, the predictable pivots. What? based on history or on licking a finger and holding it into the prevailing wind, might blow plan A a little off course. And what kind of a buffer can be factored into the plan or kept in the top pocket ready to roll should it crystallise? And then major unknowable disruptions. Hard to imagine but a genuine possibility. That'll blow the budget and the schedule. That'll shift the goalposts markedly. What's the best collaborative generally agreed thinking on the best way to deal with that should it arise. What's a viable contingency? What's a bailout moment? When does the hand for help need to go up? Now these might not be fully solvable, but working through them up front with others will help. And then there's the Rio bloke, the tradie, the labourer, the ones charged with the hands-on stuff. Before we let them go nuts on their craft and put their shifters and stilsons to work, there's a vital check-in needed at the first toolbox meeting. Are they really clear about the purpose and the vision of this project, of this endeavour or enterprise? What we want it to look like when it's done? Why we're going down this path? What it's all for? Do they appreciate the alignment of cogs in this complex machine that's whirring to life to make it a reality? of the need for every part to sink, to splice with the others, all as critical as the others, all potentially able to derail the dream if they fail, all responsible and accountable for a shared outcome. And are they empowered, enabled and supported and encouraged to do their best work, to deliver something of immense pride, even if it's ultimately hidden from view? Have we got Rio benders who will willingly and actively make the right bends even if the plan shows something different on paper, because the changing terrain, the evolving circumstances, or the current reality demands it for the outcome we're all aiming at here. These analogous roles, interlinked parts played by any business owner or leader in setting, overseeing, and getting hands-on with implementing a strategic business plan, generally have the luxury of building on a known, solid piece of dirt. 
but they represent the relationship any leader has to have with dynamic circumstances of change midway through implementing a plan. There's not a blueprint ever imagined that was executed precisely the way the dreamer dreamed it. Stuff changes. It sure did in 2020. It'll keep doing so. And while the wobbles might keep coming, and a sense of sure-footedness might elude most enterprises a while, though that sense of solid ground may have always been an illusion, in 2021, we're equipped with all the tools we need to build remarkable things on the craggiest, boggiest, most mobile of terrains. And if we've been bright about it, we've curated a talented bunch of humans that, put together in room or on Zoom, can figure their way through fog and blizzards to keep the engine rolling to the bright light of the vision beyond. Keep moving, keep talking, keep thinking, keep dreaming, keep deciphering, and keep doing. Music